This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rips it deep to left. Will it stay fair? It will for a two-run shot. It's a two-run blast. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for a Saturday matinee and a series deciding contest between the BYU Cougars and the nationally ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs. BYU won the series opener 11-2 on Thursday. The Zags bouncing back with a 6-3 decision last night. BYU looking to get back to 500 in the conference standings. Zags looking to maintain their hold in first place atop the WCC. I am Greg Grubel. I'll have today's play-by-play. I'm joined by BYU baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade and with starting lineups and first pitch straight ahead. Time for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And today, Coach Littlewood talks about the challenge of doing something BYU's already done this weekend, and that's deal with and defeat one of the top arms in the college game in Tristan Reeling. Um, he's going to be in the top 10% of the pitchers we've seen this year. Um, and if he's on, he, you know, he throws three pitches, kind of four pitches. He throws a cutter, fastball, slider, um, a true curveball. And so, and he, and he has a good mix and he has good command of them. Uh, Velocity is going to be 90-93. Um, he'll touch some 94s. But he's really a polished type um, power pitcher that's got really good stuff. And so, you know, we're hoping up at altitude here, usually the breaking stuff doesn't work as well and you know kind of pitchers coming in here kind of know that um but you know we just we just need to put uh, good at bats together and i say that a lot but today it's really important to, to swing in the strike zone be aggressive in the strike zone and take take balls take balls that are out of the strike zone how do you feel you've matched up with Gonzaga through two games? I feel really good. I mean, yesterday we, we beat them in hard contacts. We beat them in free bases. You know, we just we beat them in pretty much every area but score. They got key hits when, when it counted, um, and we didn't. And that, that was really – I rewatched the game last night, and it was really frustrating to, uh, to see for a second nobody out, punch out, ground ball, you know, just – and that, was, that happened four or five times. And so baseball is all about timely hitting. Um, but other than that, I thought we played really, really well. Another different look uh, to today's lineup. You'll lead off with Hayden today. You know, I, I think it might be just a jigsaw puzzle for a little bit with um, with Pintar out and Gamble out until we find what what's going to work for us. I feel like we need another left-handed bat in our lineup, so we're, we're putting Josh Cowden in there. Um, we were super right-handed heavy yesterday, um, and so we need to get Josh going. He's, he's got a high batting average, but a lot of soft contacts with that high batting average, so sometimes batting average is a little bit misleading. Um, but, but overall, I think, you know, Ozzy was a little bit. I think he changed his approach going to the, to the leadoff spot. So we're going to bump him back down, and just try to try to spread our lineup just a little bit more. Um, Mason Strong put together some good at bats, and so we're bumping him. It's just going to be trial and error for a while until we see what fits. Any news on Cole since we talked yesterday? No, haven't heard anything this morning. Um, not playing today, obviously. Um, you know, he's, he's on crutches and in a boot, really trying to take care of him. But um, hopefully, we'll get some information early next week. All right. Coach, thank you for the preview. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you post-game. All right. Thanks, Greg. 
All right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the visitors, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, they are 15-6 and six on the season, 4-1 and one on the West Coast Conference, led by head coach Mark Maktoff in his 19th season. The Zags will lead off with Enzo Apodaca. In fact, it's, a sta- it's the same batting order, 1 through 9, as last night. Leading off and playing center field is Enzo Apodaca, a left-handed bat. Batting second, the shortstop, number 4, Connor Kovalis. Hitting third, number 25, the catcher, Tyler Rando. Hitting cleanup, number 12, the third baseman, Cade McGee. Hitting fifth, the first baseman, number 5, Shea Kramer. Hitting sixth, number 6, the right fielder, Grayson Sterling. Under the left-handed bat. Hitting seventh, number 31, Stephen Lund, the DH, and a pair of lefties at eight and nine. The left fielder, number 24, Jack Maktoff, and in the nine hole, the second baseman, number two, Xavier Pinales. Starting pitcher for the Zags, number 33, Tristan Vreeling, two, po- two and one with a 2.84 ERA. For BYU, leading off and playing left field, first day at leadoff this season is number 10, Hayden Latham. Hitting second, the catcher, number 24, Mason Strong. Hitting third, the left-handed bat of Mitch McIntyre. The center fielder wears number six. Hitting fourth, the right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting fifth, left-handed bat for number 17, Josh Cowden, today's DH. Hitting sixth, the first baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting seventh, second baseman, number 14, Alex Sardina. Hitting eighth, the shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins. And in the nine hole, the third baseman, Left-handed bat of Ozzie Pratt, jersey number five. Ryan Brady wears number 12. He's BYU's starting pitcher. Ryan's 1-1 one one with a 4.19 ERA and making his third start today. BYU in the now Saturday traditionals of a black jersey. Sailor Coog logo on the chest. White pants, black and royal caps. Gonzaga going in the powder blue look today. With red lettering, Gonzaga cursive across the chest. Their cap is navy. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade. And Tuckett, if it's Saturday, must be the Sailor Coog, right? Yep, Sailor Coog back Black Saturday. Fantastic day. These uniforms are undefeated this year and looking to get a series win. Looking to stay that way. All right, BYU and Gonzaga in the third of a three-game set. And it's so rare that uh, the Zags give up a series. They've won 20 of 25, dating back a few seasons. Always good to get one against the preseason picks to win the WCC. Of course, BYU picked to finish second, so a crucial early season series between BYU and Gonzaga here at Miller Park. And again, one through nine, same lineup as last night for the Zags. Cougars mixing it up again, as Coach just told us in our pregame interview. Kind of a jig puzzle for the time being with uh, both Penny and now Gamble out. Yeah, two big bats out of the lineup. Just trying to figure out what's going to be the best lineup going forward. All right, the right-hander, Ryan Brady, kicks and fires the first pitch for ball one. Today's home plate arbiter is Sean Allen. Garrett Wells at third base, John Bostwick at second, and Carl Coles at first. Beautiful day along the Wasatch front. That's called strike. One and one to Enzo Apodaca. Ryan coming in with a whip of 1.190 averages. Four strikeouts per walk. The exact same ratio as Tristan Vreeling, the Gonzaga starter, as that goes to two and one to Apodaca. Left-handed bat facing the righty Ryan Brady. Brady emerging as a starter for coach Mike Littlewood, and that's turned on and chopped foul to the Gonzaga dugout. Yeah, he was a long reliever the first three weeks of the season. He pretty much piggybacking with Nate Daly, but uh, he, he pitched so well he earned an opportunity to, to get that nod. The 2-2 to Apodaca. Outside edge, and 
It's a called ball, so a full count to the Zags' leadoff hitter, the center fielder. And the leader in hits for Gonzaga has 23 on the year. That would also lead the Cougars in that category. And that's a flare to left. It's going to drop a Texas leaguer left field, and it's going to roll to the line and digging hard for two. It'll be a short double for Apodaca. And so Apodaca has led off with a double. And that was a trend last night. The first five innings for Gonzaga, the leadoff batter reached base, and so it is that Apodaca... Yeah, perfect, perfectly executed fastball by Ryan Brady up and in on a full count. And he just gets it jammed and just bloops it right over third for a soft hustle double. So Apodaca at second base, bringing to the plate the shortstop, Connor Cabalas. Apodaca leads in hits. They try back pick on Apodaca. He's back to second. Cougars one of the best pickoff teams in the country. Got their ninth of the season last night. Apodaca the hits leader, and Cobalas tied for second in hits. Has two hits in the series against BYU through Thursday and Friday. Empty count, one on, and no one out. And that's a grounder to Sardina. Handles, fires to Deming for the first out. Advancing on the ground out is Apodaca. Now sitting 90 feet away at third. Good team baseball right there, just advancing the runner. So Cobalas moves him over. Apodaca. Now at third with Tyler Rando, the catcher, stepping in. Rando last night. An 0 for 3 night with a hit by pitch. Couple of strikeouts. And took one hit. The hit by pitch was one where hit him right on the hands. I was wondering if we'd see him in the lineup. You know, usually you can stay in the game with the, the adrenaline that's going on. But the next day it's pretty sore. But it's nice to see that he's back in. 1-0 to Rando. Apodaca's at third. One out. Here in the top of the first. And Gonzaga threatening to do, as they have done in the first two games, that is score a run in the first inning. Yeah, it feels a little bit of deja vu right here. On Thursday and Friday, the first inning run was unearned in both instances. That's high for ball three. So Brady opens up 3-0 to Tyler Rando. Leads the Zags in batting average and second in slugging percentage. The hitter that if you, you leave it middle in here on a 3-0 count, he's going to make you pay. Looking for his first hit of the series, the 3-0. Oh, Rando thought he was on his way to first. Instead, he's back into the batter's box. And that's outside, but called strike. So if that's going to be the zone, tuck it. Yeah. That'll be very beneficial for pitchers today. Three and one. The count to Rando. One out, one on for the Zags. Top one. On a gorgeous day here at Miller Park. Working on the third base side of the rubber. Brady kicks and fires. And that's sliced on the ground. Oh. Just foul down the first baseline. Just foul. Maybe a foot outside the paint. Now you're looking for a strikeout right here. You've got uh, corners playing in. You also have Sardina with two strikes playing in. Brock is playing normal depth. So right side of the infield in with a full count facing Rando. Three balls, two strikes, one out, one on. We're the top of the first. Scoreless game. Brady on the hill, the wind-up and delivery. Good pitch. And he punched him out. Caught looking as Rando goes off speed and gets him with an 81-mile-per-hour offering that keeps Apodaca at third and brings McGee to the plate. But now two gone, so a leadoff double. From Apodaca, he's advanced to third, but he stays there. 
Now you got to go to work because both first innings of game one and game two, they scored their unearned run with two outs. And so here's the hard part. And that's fouled out of play for strike one to Cade McGee, the third baseman. He has reached base in 14 consecutive games coming into today. And if you can get out of this with a, with a zero here, Greg, you put a lot of momentum to your offense. They don't have to be chasing anybody early. The 0-1. Two out, one on. Top one. And that's hit well in the air to left center. McIntyre will call it. And the Cougars get out of the first nice inning with nothing across for the first time in the series. We go to the bottom of the first for Gonzaga top one. No runs on a hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. 0-0. Cougs and Zags bottom one next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the first, BYU and Gonzaga. Cougs get their first at-bat. First of five games on the WCC slate today. Four matinees and one nighttime affair. Gonzaga-BYU just underway, of course, for you. LMU at Santa Clara at two mountain time. San Francisco at Portland, two mountain time. Pacific at Pepperdine at two mountain time. And St. Mary's plays at San Diego in the nightcap. Starting pitcher for the Zags is Tristan Breeling, the six foot four, 189-pound sophomore. Gets the Saturday start, jersey number 33. Last year when BYU played up in Spokane, uh, Vreeling was coming out of the pen at the time. Yeah, and he's, he's a, he was really good out of the pen. It was Jacob, Hughes, and Spellacy last year. Spellacy's now available out of the pen this year. It was Hughes with Wild. And now Vreeling with William Kempner recovering from injury. Could be ready to go next weekend. The kick and fire from Vreeling. First pitch. Is low for ball one. Two, the leadoff hitter for BYU, Hayden Latham. Latham getting his first leadoff assignment of the year. Well, hopefully this is the, the magic lineup here. Right-handed bat. Latham takes strike one. One ball, one strike to Latham. He's had a good series. Three of eight. Four runs, two RBI in the first two games against Gonzaga. Weaves that bat over his right shoulder and takes outside for ball two from Vreeling. Vreeling comes in with a 1.05 whip. I mentioned Ryan Brady's 4-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio, same as Vreeling's. The kick and delivery. That's mid-80s for a strike two called, yeah, two and two. Good slider right there. The powder, the powder blues for Gonzaga, the black and whites for BYU. The 2-2. Two -two. Nice and that's down. laced up the middle. It'll bounce just beyond second base to the center fielder, and it's a leadoff single for Hayden Latham. So both leadoff batters have reached for the Zags and the Cougs. A great start. Got himself a little cutter there that stayed over the plate. Hit her right back up the middle. That's when Hayden's at his best, when he's working middle right side. That's where he had two hits on Thursday. And if you want to include his UVU game Tuesday, he's now 6 for 12 on the week. Good week. And throw back to first. Paying attention to him is Shea Kramer there. So Latham at first and Mason Strong hitting second. Another right-handed bat. Back-to-back -back righties for Coach Mike Littlewood, the catcher. Getting a second start at catcher. The newcomer. Awaits the empty count offering from Vreeling. That slaps the leather for strike one. Outside edge. Up in the zone. The called strike from Sean Allen. 0-1 now to Mason Strong. Looks back to the dugout. Sees what he needs to see from Coach Mike Littlewood and settles back into the box. 
Again, they'll throw back to first. Latham dives back safely. Mason Strong in his first six at-bats, three for six. The 0-1 to Mace. That's strike two. Close pitch. Taken again. So Mason's got to dig in here. 0-2 with a runner on and no one across here in the bottom of the first. Gonzaga let off with a double from Apodaca. Got to third, but was stranded there. Well, the one thing, uh, Greg, about Mason Strong right now is there's not a scattering report on him, right? Only six at-bats on the season, so everyone else has, you know, 20 to 30-plus, if not 60. He's got the six at-bats. It's hard to really find out, hey, how do I get this guy out? The 0-2 to Strong. And a swing and a miss on top of that one. So Mason is retired. First strikeout for Vreeling. And one out for Mitch McIntyre. Mitch reached base in all five plate appearances last night. Not surprisingly, he's BYU's on-base percentage leader. He's the hits leader. He's the doubles leader. He's the bases on balls leader. He's the stolen base and hit by pitch leader. He does all the things a top-of-the-order guy should be doing, and he'll hit third tonight, hitting third for a second straight night. He'll throw back to first, checking Latham again. So one out and one on for BYU here in the bottom of the first. BYU's 20 games this year. Mitch has reached in 19 of them. Only last Saturday's game at Portland was his only offer. One out, one on for BYU bottom one. That's in the dirt. Rando sees it roll in front of him. He tracks it down with Latham retreating back to first. One ball, no strikes to Mitch. That's one of those there that uh, Latham's got to get to second base. That curveball that's blocked and, and it going forward. You got to take a chance there early in this game to, to take that extra the bag on the ball and dirt read. The 1-0 from Vreeling to McIntyre. Taking strike one. Fastball at 91 from Vreeling. He'll give you low to mid-90s. Not much more than that. Yeah, he's just got so many different variations of his fastball. He'll cut it. He'll sink it, throw a good curveball or slider. He likes to change to lefties. This is a left-handed hitter, Mitch McIntyre. First left-handed bat of the day for BYU. And, and normally he'll, he'll throw his 12-6 curveball to lefties instead of the slider that he likes to throw to righties. So you'll see a little bit of that too. The 1-1. Inside and a swing and a miss from Mitch. Slider into the lefty there. It looks like he just cut his fastball. Cut yeah. Because he was, the catcher was setting up outside and he ran it inside. So it looks like he just missed his spot. The 1 2 now to McIntyre with Latham on first. They'll check him again. The throw back to Kramer. Black jerseys, white pants, black caps with the Sailor Coog logo. Very sharp new look for BYU. I love all the uniform combos, though. That's Cougars are drawing attention for that, too, nationally. People taking note of how good the Cougs look. As that's a slow roller. Backhanded by Kramer. Will there be a play? Oh, he beat it. He beat, he beat it. it. The throw to the pitcher, Reeling. 
had to cut a double step to the bag, and by the time he found the bag with his foot, Mitch had reached, and so it's first and second with no one out, with one out for BYU here in the bottom of the first. Yep, that's why you run hard right there. The slow roller to Kramer looked to second, didn't have it, and as he threw to first, Breeling missed the bag yep. and had to double step. It's a hard, sometimes it's a hard pit play to make for a pitcher. So we'll call that, will they call it an infield single? It maybe? should be a single. That's a tough play to make for both guys. So a second hit for BYU here in the top of the first. And hitting is Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti, BYU's right fielder. And he's had a nice series against Gonzaga as well. Five for nine with two runs and five RBI over Thursday and Friday. Need a big hit from him right here. Ryan drove in BYU's first run in the first inning yesterday. The 1-0 to Sapiti. Two on and one out for BYU bottom one. Breeling looks back at second. And now comes Plateward, and that's fouled to the screen for a ball and a strike. Do you like that pitch for Ryan? Uh, that's great. That's the fastball down the middle. <laughs> I mean, he can't ask for a better pitch. That's the same pitch he hit out 415 feet to dead central on Thursday. Yeah, I was asking. I wanted to catch a distance from you on that. I didn't that night. It was 4:15. Yep. The 1-1, one, one, one out, two on for BYU. Latham at second, McIntyre at first. Both singling here in the first. And that's lace foul out of play down the first baseline, well out of the stadium. Yeah, see, so he can't miss those pitches right there. He's a fastball hitter because now you're getting yourself into the slider count. Right here, one and two. Uh, he can throw that slider away and get you to swing and miss. BYU's RBI leader, Ryan Sapiti, getting his second start at right field in place of the injured Cole Gamble. The one-two. High for ball two. 94 on that high fastball. It was high enough that it brought Rando out of his crouch. Just battle here. Wind blowing in, that's an early day phenomenon usually. Yeah. 2-2 two -two with one out and two on for BYU bottom one. Singled to right. Rounding third is Latham. Will be, be a play at the plate. Oh, Catcher yes. dropped the ball yes. and got there on time. Yes. And Latham is safe. Nice job there by Ryan. He got the cutter. Hits it into right field. Good adjustment. And I didn't think Coach Pratt was going to send Latham because he kind of had to freeze on it to see if he was going to get down. But he sends him, and uh, the catcher has to block it instead of catch it, and we take a 1-0 lead. So not a clean handle by Rando as it bounced up on him, and he wasn't able to swipe down on Latham, who might have been tagged out had it been a clean handle or a better close, throw. Yeah, yeah. it would have been close. But the ball bounced away from the catcher, and Latham dove in with the first run of the night for BYU. And so in the Thursday, Friday, and now Saturday games, yeah. BYU scores in the first inning. This time it's a 1-0 lead for BYU. And still more out there. This is a big game for Josh Cowden. We're really looking for a guy to DH right now, now that Ryan has to play right for Cole. And uh, Wilk got his chance last night, and this is a big day for Ryan. He needs to have a big one for us. The 0-1 to Cowden, the DH, and he'll foul that out of play. No balls and two strikes to Cowden. And why it's important is because if you, you lose a big right-handed hand, left hitter in Cole, right? We don't know how long he's going to be out, and because of that, 
you know, Josh has proven he's got power and he's a good left-handed hitter. If we can just get him going, it'll be a huge, huge addition to this lineup. The lefty bats second and on-base percentage, but his last start came 16 days ago. He starts at DH tonight, the 0-2 to Cowden. Inside it again, he got him. Yeah, it did. We'll take so that. it's going to load the bases. McIntyre will go to third. I love a little 0-2 hit by pitch. Thank you very much. To second, and Cowden hit by a pitch. And the Cougs have their fourth base runner of the first inning. Only Mason Strong was retired on a strikeout. Latham singled in the score. McIntyre singled is at third. Sapiti singled home Latham. He's at second. And now a hit by pitch for Cowden. He's at first. And that was after an 0-2 count. Deming, the six-hitter, the first baseman, right-handed bat. Hits now with the bases loaded. BYU excelling with the bases loaded, and that's a swing and a miss from Deming. BYU on the year, 13 for 30 with the sacks stacked. That's a 433 average. And the bases are loaded now for Austin Deming. Deming hitting 143 with runners in scoring position. Time to boost that a little bit. First, second, and third. The sack stack with Cougs here in the bottom of the first. Already one across. one nothing Cougs, one out. Vreeland kicks and fires well away for ball two. Yeah, he's missing his fastball hard away instead of dotting it like he normally does. Ball one, beg your pardon, one and one to Deming. Deming's last two at-bats yesterday, he uh, hit a double and then a hard single that the left fielder bobbled and he got to second on. Keep feeding off that energy and get a big knock for your team right here. So two for six with an RBI against Gonzaga for Dem this week. The one-one. One out and bases loaded. He'll take and the call is strike two. It's a good take, but he's 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 given that fastball in the corner there, so you got to battle it. So that was corner gas at 92. One ball, two strikes with one out. Come on, Dan. Three men on for BYU here in the bottom of the first. BYU's already up one nothing on Vreeling and the Zags. Righty v righty here. The wind up and delivery, and it's a wise take because that's well outside the zone for ball two. Two and two. McIntyre at third, Sapedi at second, Cowden at first. The sixth hitter and the sixth hitter of this first inning is Austin Deming. Two balls and two strikes to BYU's first baseman. The wind-up and the pitch, and that's a swinging strikeout for the second time here in the first inning. Strong down on a frontwards K, and now Deming as well. The bases will stay loaded for Alex Sardina. Yeah, and that ball's head high. It's not even close to a strike. Out of the hand, it's a clear ball three. Deming's got to do a better job there of taking that pitch. You can't be ultra-aggressive in that count. You have to be battling, and that's a pitch that you just can't swing at. It's up in your eyes. Deming under the high fastball from Vreeling. Second strikeout, two outs, bottom one. Bases stay loaded for Sardina. Need a big two-out knock here. Pick up your teammate here, Sardi. A modest three-game hit streak for Alex. Again, righty v. righty, and that's a swing and a miss from Alex. So strike one, 87 from Vreeling. This is a big momentum change right here. You know, Coos get a hit here. You know, you add possibly two... You're up two to three, two or three runs in the first. If he strikes out or gets out of this and only gives up one, all the momentum goes back to the Zags. The 0-1, two out, and bases loaded for BYU bottom one. A take well away for ball one, one and one. Sardina 
Although he's had fewer at-bats than most of his teammates, does lead BYU in average and slugging percentage right now. 321 at the plate and a 607 slug rate. Boy, Five of his nine hits are extra bases. Boy, could we use a knock from him right here. Find a way, Sardi. The 1-1 to Sardina. Ooh, hit him on the hand or hit the handle? It's into the field to play. He'll scoop to first and... What's, I've yet to see a call. They call him out at first. Will that be it? Looks like it. Wow. Sardina didn't react. It hit him high on the hands. Must have clipped the handle. The ball rolled into the field of play. Reeling jumped on it. Scooped to first. The call at first was out. And that was it. But there were kind of delayed reactions from others on the field, including the home plate umpire. But that'll do it for BYU in the bottom of the first. So the Cougs do get one across. One run on three hits. There were no errors. There were three left on after one inning. BYU 1, Gonzaga 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Okay, that's good. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top two and leadoff hitter in the second for Gonzaga is the first baseman, Shea Kramer. And Shea Kramer fouls the first pitch he sees in the at-bat from Ryan Brady out of play. Down the first baseline, no, uh, one ball. Uh, sees the, that was the second pitch. It was ball one as we came back in, so one and one. To lead off the second for the Zags. That's foul to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Tough luck to end the first for BYU. Yeah. Bases loaded uh, for Deming and Sardina. Deming struck out, and then that ball in on Sardina's hands hit the knob. Yeah, the ball's going to hit him. He's trying to he swing recoiled. and stop. He recoils, and it hits the knob and goes fair. It's just, are you kidding me? The luck of that play. The one-two. Good That's pitch. a reach out, swing and a miss from Kramer. So a frontwards K for Kramer and Ryan Brady. Has a second strike out of the afternoon. First out of the second inning. BYU won. Gonzaga no score. So on Thursday, Gonzaga scored one. BYU answered with two. It was 2-1 Cougs after one. Last night, 1-1 after one. And today, the Cougs score again. This time, a 1-0 lead. Cougs have scored their most runs in the first inning. Now at 24 on the year. Grayson Sterling, the right fielder, takes ball one. So the Cougars... Averaging better than a run per first inning. They've outscored the opponents now 24-9 in the first frame. The 1-0 to Sterling. Up the middle. Watkins, ooh, just under Watkins' glove. Leaned over at the waist behind the second base bag to try and scoop it, but it snuck under his glove. Yeah, tough play. That's a play that Brock can make. We're used to seeing him make that play. That'll be a hit. Brock had one go under his glove yesterday for an error, but that was conventional. This was a reach. Would have been a nice play from Brock, but it goes as a single up the middle for Grayson Sterling. So Sterling at first with one out here in the top of the second. And Stephen Lund, the DH, will now hit. Right-handed bat, Lund, following the lefty Sterling. And that's a 5-6 hole single to left. It'll be first and second now, one out. A first pitch single for Lund, and so back-to-back -back singles for Gonzaga. Sterling is now at second on the single from Lund. Well, you would think that this would be a bunt situation, but uh, Maktoff is not your typical type buntering, bunting guy, so see a father-ass son to get the job done. Has hits in four of his last six games in the BYU series, one for seven with three Ks. Empty count to Maktoff, and that's ball one from Brady. So Maktoff has 11 hits on the season. Four of them are for extra bases. 
a 309 slug on only a 200 batting average. Tends to get the most out of his knocks. The 1-0 with one out and two on. And that's a whiff from Maktoff. Good changeup right there. Ryan Brady on the hill for BYU. And Tristan Vreeling for Gonzaga, a pair of right-handers. Haven't seen a lefty starter this weekend for either team, right? No. Which is not typical. Usually you always have a lefty. The Zags always have a lefty. The 1-1. And he'll kick off and send Sterling back to second. Sterling at second, Lund at first. We're in the top of the second. 1-0, BYU leading it. Zags led the game off with a double. Apodaca got as far as third, but no farther in the first. Now it's first and second for the Zags. A grounder to first. Deming will step there. Runners will advance to second and third. So advancing on the unassisted ground out to third base are Sterling to third and Lund to second. Maktoff retired on the ground out, bringing up the nine hitter, Xavier Pinales. Yeah, perfectly executed team at bat right there. Just a soft ground ball to first to advance both runners. Now Ryan's got to pitch out of another little jam. Grounder to Sardina. Handle. Fire to first. And Cougs are out of the inning. Out of board. So a 4-3 ground out after a first base ground out. And that'll be three down for the Zags in the top of the second. So for Gonzaga, no runs on two hits. There were no errors. There were two left on. We go bottom two. Cougars one, Zags zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Doterra is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. And the BYU baseball team leads the Gonzaga baseball team. 1-0. We're in the bottom of the second. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you. A sun splashed Saturday at Miller Park. Tristan Breeling kicks and fires. And Brock Watkins, who leads off the second for BYU, swings at strike one. Watkins, BYU's hits leader. The shortstop hitting in the eight hole today has reached to nine consecutive games coming into today. That's a grounder charged on by McGee. Double Save. pump and he throw to first, and they beat it. The double pump on the throw yep. allowed Watkins to reach with speed down the first baseline. Speed kills. He appeared to have time, yeah. but didn't quite come out of the glove clean. Yeah, it's a soft. It's soft. He's got to come hard to get it. But yeah, just couldn't quite get it. Yeah, had the double clutch. Pulling it out of the glove, and that allowed Watkins to reach. So BYU sends a leadoff runner to first for the second consecutive inning. You Latham might. reached on a single to lead off the game. I see Ozzie Bunt here. Ozzie Pratt in the nine hole. They'll throw back to first on Brock. So Brock Watkins now has his consecutive reach streak extended to 10. Double-digit streak for Brock. Cougs up one nothing early. And one on for the nine-hitter Pratt. The left-handed bat of Ozzie Pratt. One for seven with two runs in the Gonzaga series, getting his seventh start at third base. And he now has the look of an everyday guy. Now, there could be days with left-handers on the hill that yep. coach might choose to go otherwise, but he's kind of settling in, isn't he? Yeah, you could put Deming over there and then Wilk or, or Rogers at first. So Pretty much against right-handers, you're going to see him. And there's the bunt laid down, handled by Vreeling. The only play is at first, and Ozzie did a good job getting down, but he got ahead of it just barely, the throw to Kramer. So one out for BYU, and now one on remaining 
Yeah. On the base passes, Watkins at second. Yeah, if he gets that more down the line, it's a hit. That's twice in this series that uh, he's learned it just too close to the pitcher. But he got the job done and moved the guy up. Sacrifice bunt for Ozzie Pratt. Moves Watkins to second. And the top of the order up with Hayden Latham. Latham now four for nine in the series after a leadoff single in the first. And he came around to score on the Sapiti RBI. Empty count, one out, one on for Hayden Latham. Takes inside for strike one as called by Sean Allen. Well, the first two days, the Zags pitchers really didn't throw us inside very much. And they've already gone more inside this game than they probably have the whole weekend. Which is funny because when you watch Tristan throw against every other team, everything's away, away, away. 0-1. One. one out and Watkins at second. That's a mighty cut for Hayden Latham. Strike two. 0-2 oh, two now to BYU's leadoff hitter and left fielder Hayden Latham. So Ozzie Pratt with his second sacrifice bunt of the season takes the team lead in that category. There were a handful of guys tied with one. The 0-2 forthcoming to Hayden Latham. A 6-for-12 week for Hayden at the plate so far. That's high and away for ball one. One ball, two strikes. Latham McIntyre Sapiti, the outfield for BYU. The Latham McIntyre gamble rhythm was interrupted with Cole's foot injury. And he remains out. Right-hander Vreeling will step off. The right-handed bat of Hayden Latham is in the box. This is Mike Littlewood versus Mike Maktoff. Mark Maktoff, beg your pardon. Mike and Mark, the matchup among skippers. Mike in his 10th season, Mark in his 19th. The 1-2. That's a strikeout, a swinging strikeout, a foul tip strikeout for Hayden Latham. So Latham down on strikes. Yeah, just blew a fastball by him there. Good pitch. Keeps the rudder in scoring position for Mason Strong. Not a great number of at-bats yet, but hitting 333 with runners in scoring position. He struck out swinging in the first. Need a two-out knock right here, Mace. Do what you do best, right back up the middle. And Breeling will step off. Of the five outs that Gonzaga's recorded, three are swinging Breeling strikeouts. Empty count, two out for Mason Strong. The kick and fire and a swing and a miss from Mason. In fact, Vreeling's been directly involved in every out. It's been three strikeouts and then three, and then two, one, three ground outs, including a sack bunt from Ozzie. Yeah, Sardinas was a freak accident. I just can't believe that hit his knob. <laughs> hit, hit the bat knob and rolled into fair play. And that's kind of an anticlimactic end of that first inning. It was so promising for BYU. The 0-1, and Mason will take away for ball two. Ball one, beg your pardon, one and one with two out. Great crowd on hand. Full house, really. I mean, there are maybe an empty seat here or there, but it looks like a, a sold-out Saturday here at 2200-seat Miller Park. 
One ball, one strike, two out, one on for BYU. Bottom two, Zags trail BYU. A score of 1-0, and that's lifted foul near and just short of the Gonzaga bullpen down the right field line. Well, two-strike battle here. Ball in play here. Good things happen. Find a way to get on base or drive in a run. Seventy-five degrees and sunny right now in Provo. One ball, two strikes. With two gone and one on. Watkins remains at second for Mason Strong. That's high. Takes Rando out of his crouch, and it'll be two balls and two strikes. BYU in scoring first, eight and two on the year. They've scored first in this one. <laughs> It's a 1-0 lead, bottom two. And a runner in scoring position for BYU's freshman catcher, Mason Strong. Reeling on the hill in those Gonzaga powder blues. The wind-up and delivery, and that's dirted. Blocked by Rando. It'll stay a two-strike count, but now the count is full. Three balls and two strikes to Mason Strong. Yeah, great battle to get back to full here. Knocker walk here, Mace. The lone base runners at second. Watkins after a single, advancing on the Ozzie Pratt sack bunt. Latham then struck out to follow. Full count, two out, and a swinging strikeout for the fourth time today from Tristan Vreeling. So four of his six outs coming on the frontwards K. We go to the top of the third. In the bottom of the second, BYU no runs on one hit. There were no errors. A runner was left on. BYU one, Gonzaga zero, top third next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the order for the Zags. Enzo Apodaca leading off the third for Gonzaga. Cougs one, Zags zero, top three. And ball one to the center fielder, Apodaca. So with two innings in the books, we can update BYU's break out of the blocks tally. The Cougs outscoring the opponents this year 35-21 in the first two innings, and that's called strike one. One and one, the count to Apodaca. Cougs do start strongly. And are really good at holding leads, Tuck. Yes, they are. Two balls and a strike now to Apodaca. In fact, as good as both of these stabs are, that's one of the real strengths of these teams is getting out in front and staying out in front. That's fouled out of play down the left field line. Two balls, two strikes to Apodaca. Seven multi-hit games on the year. The Zags now playing their 22nd game of the year. And Apodaca led this game off with his double. He advanced on a ground out, but stayed stuck at third. And that's a swinging strikeout from Ryan Brady as Apodaca's back to the dugout. Nice changeup right there by Ryan. Third K of the day for Ryan. Connor Cobales, the shortstop, grounded out 4-3. In the first, hits now in the third with his team down one. one nothing our score. Cougs one run on four hits. The Zags no runs on three hits. Neither team has committed an error. One out now for Cobales. That's 93 called ball. Well, it's nice to get the lead off, right? <laughs> yeah. First time today, of course, just three innings in, but the uh, leadoff batter not reaching. 
Took us till about the the sixth. It was yesterday. the sixth yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apodaca led off the game with a double. Cougs did get the lead batter in the second with a strikeout. Then it was back-to-back -back singles that made things interesting, but no one across yet for the Zags. It's not like They've Ryan. Left, left three on base. And so you're saying the 3-0 is yeah, not... Yeah, 3-0, and they're all high. That's He doesn't usually miss high. He'll miss wide, but not high. So first three pitches to Cabalas, called balls, and the 3-0 becomes a four-pitch walk. So for the third consecutive inning, Zags have a base runner. Cobalas will take his base, bringing Tyler Rando back to the dish. Rando stuck, uh, struck out, caught looking in the first. That's three strikeouts in his last five plate appearances in this series for Rando. And struck out four times in the series. So empty count, one out and one on for Rando. Cobalos at first on a base on balls. The first issue today by Ryan Brady. Brady works third base side of the rubber, kicks and fires. That's hitting the air to right. Going back is Sapiti near the track, but watching it into his glove for out number two on the top of the third. Yeah, good adjustment there by Ryan. Throws it a second, but they will get behind it. Make the second out. Now it's Sapiti. I would say that Sapiti in his first start at right field, first career start at right field last night, did well in place yeah. of Cole Gamble. Yeah, he's just going to make everything at him. He's not going to make the the. the the ball's way in the gap with his with, with the, the lack of speed, but he has good instincts and he'll make everything that he's supposed to make. Cade McGee now hits, throw back to first. And he'll actually really surprise you on some plays that you don't think he'd be able to get to. He's got really long length with his glove and he's made a couple of diving plays this fall over in the gap, like behind his head that were like, how did you make that play? So he's a good outfielder. And he had a trap last night that was inches away from a great catch yep. in right field. Plus, he had a good throw in that kept a runner, he held did. a runner, as I recall. He did. That'll be called strike one to Cade McGee, who fly down to center in the first to end the inning and end the scoring threat. There's a man on third when McGee flied out to Mitch McIntyre. No balls and a strike to McGee, the third baseman. Again, a throw back to first. Deming will... Put a touch on Cobalas, who was back safely. Reached on a base on balls with one out. And now there are two gone here in the top of the third. BYU won, Gonzaga no score. On a perfect day for baseball here at Larry H. Miller Field. Mid-70s and only a slight breeze. The 0-1 becomes an 0-2. Got the upper part of the zone, did Brady. Called strike to McGee. The 0-2 to the, to the Zags third baseman. Brady will glance back at Cobalas at first. And he'll deliver ball. Ball one to McGee. They just overthrew that fastball, tried to blow it by him up and away. So the 1-2 with two out and one on for Gonzaga here in the top of the third. Again, they'll throw back to first. McGee looking to extend his reached base streak to 15 games today. Ryan Brady in the black jersey, white pants. Comes plateward, and that's outside for ball two. 
I'm glad I'm right here. Don't want to get to full because then you have to have the runner will be in motion. So with two out and a runner on first, it's two and two to Cade McGee. Brady kicks and fires. That's a swinging strikeout to end the inning. So two Ks in the inning for Ryan. And now four on the day, matching Tristan Vreeling's strikeout total. We go to the bottom of the third. And the top of the third for Gonzaga. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. The runner was left on. BYU 1, Gonzaga 0. Bottom of the third inning is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougs have had hits in the first and the second innings. They've got four through two. Get the lone run in the game. BYU takes a lead into the bottom of the third. And leading off the bottom of the third, the left-handed hitting Mitch McIntyre, center fielder. Singled and was stranded at third in the first inning. BYU's on-base percentage leader has now reached in six consecutive plate appearances. All five last night and the first today. A swing and a miss quickly to 0-2. Well, yesterday after the game, I said, hey, nice job. Perfect on the day. He was like, after my first at-bat, I didn't think I'd ever see a strike again because they walked me three straight. And then he was able to get a hit later. A single in the ninth inning to cap his night. The 0-2. And that's a grounder oh. off the bat. What a bat. What a break. Of Kramer digging hard for second is McIntyre. Right fielder still to the ball. And now will collect with McIntyre at second. Wow. That's a good luck double. Yes, it is. We needed that bounce. A little cougar hop right there. The bounce off the bag yes. and over the head of the first baseman, Shea Kramer. Love it. I mean, it's a routine out that uh, hits the bag, bounces over him for a double. Hey, it's about where you hit it sometimes. That was a grounder off the boundary in the box that made its way to first and hit the sack and over the head of the first baseman. And that allowed... McIntyre to dig hard, make the turn, and get to second. So a leadoff double for BYU. And the Cougs have had their lead batter on with hits in each of the first three innings now. Well, Ryan has our only RBI in the game. Sapiti with the RBI single in the first. Giving the Cougs a 1-0 lead. He oh, pops man. it up to Shea Kramer at first base. McIntyre is going to hold at second and one gone here in the bottom of the third. Sapiti pops up. Yeah, I see he's sitting on slider there. He gets under it. Uh, frustrating at bat. Those are you just need team at bats. Just get him over some way. You don't got to drive him in, but you got to get him to at least third with one. It's the little things that in Thursday we did flawlessly. That yesterday and today so far, we really haven't had a chance to execute those little things, which leaves runners on base and makes it tough to win games. Empty count, one out, one on for Josh Cowden, the DH, hit by a pitch in the first. Left-handed bat facing the right-hander Vreeling on the hill. Ball this, one delivered from Vreeling. This is a time right here for Josh to break out. I mean, he still has a he has a pretty good average, but it's been a soft average. He hasn't hit a ton of hard contacts this year. And uh, he really, in RBI opportunities, he just hasn't been very good. But we need him to be great, and we believe he can be great. He could really change this lineup. The 102 Cowden with McIntyre dancing off second. And that's off speed for ball two, 79 miles per hour from Reeling. Well, this is where now, you know, advantage goes to Cowden. He's a fastball hitter. He took the two changeups to get to 2-0. Now you can be dead red in your zone and put a good aggressive swing on it. He's got really a ton of pull side pop. 
Two balls, no strikes. One out, one on. McIntyre at second, leadoff double. Cowden took the barrel off the shoulder, but laid off. Called strike, strike one. Two balls and a strike with one out. Cougs lead the Zags 1-0 in the bottom of the third. The Cougs will lead through three. And the Cougs have won every game they've led through three this year. It's remarkable. Two and one. The glance back at McIntyre from Vreeling. The righty kicks and fires high for ball three. Three and one now to Josh Cowden. He doesn't want to walk you here, but the advantage of walking you is Deming has an opportunity with the first and second, so the, you have the double play in order, which a little easier to get out of the inning. But 3-1 uh, here. Be aggressive in your count. Three balls and a strike. And that's popped up. Second pop-up of the, of the third inning. Third baseman this time will handle. That's, Shane, uh, that's McGee, Cade McGee. Handles the third after Kramer handled it first. So a leadoff double and then pop-up to first, pop-up to third. And that'll be two out for Austin Deming. Yeah, tough at-bats right there. You just need your guys to show up. Mitch McIntyre is at second base. Well, Deming had bases loaded, one out, and he punched out in a big spot. Had a chance to break the game open early. Now he's back up again with runners in scoring position, which you mentioned earlier. He's, it's not his strength this year. He needs to turn it into a strength right here and get a big two-out hit. 133 with runners in scoring position for Dem. Empty count, two out, man on second. That's ball one low and away. So McIntyre on second base. He's reached in eight consecutive plate appearances. That's hard to do. It I mean, is, yeah. I know he's the on-base percentage leader for a lot of good reasons, but eight straight is something else. Triple in his last at-bat Thursday. Five reaches last night, including three walks. Strike one, by the way, to Deming, and then two hits in his first two at-bats here today. So McIntyre remains at second, though, with that leadoff double. Pop-ups for Sapiti and Cowden are now Deming with a 1-1 count. Having struck out in the first inning, BYU's first baseman, the right-handed bat versus the righty hurler of Reeling. Tristan Reeling out of the stretch, glancing back at McIntyre at second. That's fouled to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Reeling with four Ks through two innings. Has a two-strike count now on Deming. Deming make his, making his second straight start at first in the field. He's now in the box with a runner in scoring position. Cougs lead 1-0. The 1-2 from Reeling. The kick, the delivery. High and outside for ball two. The count evened up. Reeling's long outing, eight innings. His high pitch count, 113. Gabriel Hughes got up to 116 before being pulled on Thursday. BYU beat the Zags ace and the Bulldogs 11-2 on Thursday night. Zags got one back 6-3 last night. The series decider today. 2-2 two two, with two out. Man on second is McIntyre. The kick and fire, and that'll be ball three. 
That's away for a full count. Breeling's pitch counts in the mid-50s here in the bottom of the third. BYU with the black Sailor Coupe jerseys, white pants, and the powder blues for Gonzaga today. The Gonzaga in cursive across the chest in red lettering. The wind picking up a little bit now to left field as Reeling delivers, and that'll be fouled to the backstop as Dem stays alive with a count full. BYU will have a midweek game home, a clash of the Cougars. Washington State here at Miller Park on Tuesday afternoon, 1 p.m. first pitch. And it's back on the road in league play. Cougs play at St. Mary's next weekend. All those games, of course, for you on BYU Radio. The 3-2 to Deming. And that's fouled back out of play. Count stays full. Tried to go that high fastball there. That he struck him out on his last at-bat. Good, good attack there in battle by Deming. Just fouled it off. So three and two it remains with two out. And McIntyre is where he was to start this inning with that leadoff double. He's not been moved as pop-ups to first and third. Have given the Cougs two out with a runner in scoring position. Freeland kicks and fires, and that's going to be a walk for Deming. Patient at bat for Austin, and the Cougs now first and second with two out. Yeah, good at bat. Way to get back in the count and draw a walk there. Freeling wanted that pitch. He was walking off the mound, but clearly in the other batter's box for ball four. Two teams are combined one for 12 with runners in scoring position right now. The Zags are 0 for 5, and BYU's 1 for 7. Looks like Coach Harmon's going to take a mound visit now. So pitching coach Brandon Harmon in his 10th season will walk on out, as will Tyler Rando to converse with starter Tristan Vreeling. No one up in the Gonzaga pen. We're in the bottom of the third. BYU leads it 1-0, two out and two on for Alex Sardina. Sardina was retired on that unusual 1-3 ground out in the first, an inside ball that he recoiled from, and it hit the knob of the bat and just rolled into fair territory where Vreeling handled and scooped to first to end a promising first inning for BYU. The bases were loaded when that ball hit the knob of yeah. Alex Sardina. Tough luck there. If he just gets the bat back, it probably hits him, and it's a bases loaded hit by pitch, RBI. No, the interesting thing about this whole us going to a new conference in a couple years, this is the last time the Zags will be in Provo, right. right, In uh, while we're conference members. And so a lot of the coaching staff actually brought their families mm. to this series because they, they wanted to, hey, come see Provo before. It's probably your last chance. So great environment to come watch baseball. They couldn't game. get a better day yeah, for it either. Exactly. You take your chances in, in March along the Wasatch Front, but some April May-like weather in March for whoever chose to come on out today including Gonzaga's staff families. And that's a swing and a miss from Sardina on the first pitch he sees from Vreeling here in the bottom of the third. He just can't help himself on that first pitch slider. He loves that fastball so much that he gets a little over aggressive. Slider at 84 away from the right-handed hitter. He had a double in game one that he hit down the first baseline where he just tried to go that way. I would like him to do that again right here. The 0-1 to Sardi. And that's low and away. So the same, same pitch that just missed, right? Yeah, huge opportunity right here. One ball, one strike. Two out, man on second for BYU is Mitch McIntyre. Lead off double here in the third. 
He's not been advanced. The 1-1 to Sardina. The target set. Pops it up out of play. Foul for strike two. One ball, two strikes, two out. Don't battle the two here. Ball in play right through the middle here. The 1-2 to Sardi. Reeling looks back at McIntyre. A kick and delivery. And gets a piece of it to foul it back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. The count stays on Sardina, the second baseman. The ladies have on there, a cutter right there. Crowd's just waiting to cheer. Give him a chance right here. One ball, two strikes, two out to Sardina. Hitting 400 with runners in scoring position is Sardi. And he'll take for ball two. Yeah, tried to just blow a fastball by him, and he hung on to it and threw it too wide. A lot of stuff in Breeling's arsenal, right, yeah, Doug? It really is. That's why it's so tough to hit him, because it's a four or five pitch mix, depending on how he's feeling that day. Fastball, cutter, curve, slider, change. An accomplished pitcher in Justin and Tristan Reeling. And that'll be ball three. Great at bat. Got away outside again. So from one and two to three and two now to Alex Sardina. Sardina looking for a hit in his fourth consecutive game. Runners will be moving here. So Mitch will definitely score on a single through the infield. And the right type of hit and Deming's going to score as well. One hit each night for Sardi on Thursday and Friday. The full count, two out, man on second, McIntyre. The kick and fire, man on first and second, I should say, as the pitch to Sardina's ball four. And he'll take his base. Now the base is loaded again for and the second are, time today. Those are two really tough at-bats by Deming and Sardina, right, to be down in the count early like they were and then draw a walk by battling pitches, taking good pitches. And now you give Watkins a chance to, to really bust this thing open with a hit here. Nice at-bat. So those back-to-back -back free passes that Tuck mentions to Deming and Sardina bring Brock Watkins to the plate. He singled and was stranded in the second. It's another bases loaded opportunity for BYU. Cougs now on the year 13 for 32 with the sack stacked. That's high for ball one. Trey Watkins. Tried to back pick at first. And Sardi got back in time. Outfield's in normal depth. They're not too deep. Brock has the power. I would love a little right center double right here to score all three. BYU 0 for 2 today with the sack stacked. Those at-bats came in the first inning. The 1-0. Two, mm. ooh, outside edge, strike one. I thought it might be ball two, but you know, it looked off the plate. It definitely was. So one ball, one strike. That's a big difference there. Allen gives Reeling that pitch. 2-0 to 1-1 is a, is a whole at-bat changer. McIntyre at third, Deming at second, Sardina at first. We're in the bottom of the third. Cook's looking to add to a 1-0 lead. Watkins okay. lays off a ball two. 
a lot of stuff running away from righties right now, yeah. and, and and Randall's had to do a good job just popping out of the box there and making sure everything stays in front of him. Yeah, he can't he can't find his slider right now for a strike. He just keeps throwing it way out way away for a ball. Great time to look for a fastball here, Brock. Two and one with two out, three on. The bases loaded for the Cougs. We're in the bottom of the third, and that was going to be outside edge again. Reaching out and fouling out of the play is Watkins. So two and two, the count. Cooks have loaded the bases in the first and the third innings. Cooks have one run to show for their efforts thus far. One run on five hits. The Zags no runs on three hits. BYU one, Zags nothing. Bottom three. Cooks looking to bust it open a bit. Sacks are stacked with Cooks for Watkins. A 2-2 count. The kick and fire from Vreeling. And that's high for ball three. All right, he's got to come to you. Everyone's moving, so knock or walk. A walk is an RBI. We'll take it. But you battle right here. Find a way. We need another run on the board. Oh, here we go, crowd. I love it. Yeah, let's go. Brock Watkins awaits the full count delivery from Tristan Vreeling. Vreeling working on the first base side of the rubber. He's got McIntyre at third, Deming at second, Sardina at first. Watkins in the box, a 3-2 count. Two out in the bottom of the third. And a swing and a miss from Brock Watkins will end the inning. BYU 0 for 3 with the bases loaded today. The score stays 1-0. BYU leading Gonzaga for BYU in the bottom of the third. No runs on a hit. There were no errors. Three runners were left on. BYU 1, Gonzaga 0 to the top of the fourth next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.